Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings, I'm Colin Bedell. Today's Friday, April 29th, and this is The Rising Sign. Okay, so it's eclipse season. That's right, what are eclipses? Wow, so they're supercharged either new moons or full moons. The one tomorrow, the solar eclipse in Taurus, is a supercharged new moon because solar eclipses are supercharged new moons, right? And so with that in mind, we are all asked to reframe and reimagine the way that we contextualize Taurus-ruled things. And so I think around eclipses, we are meant to kind of have a really collaborative uh, kind of question and answer phase with the universe, frankly, because I have noticed that there's a different energy in the air during eclipse season, which happens once every six months. And I'm sure the last week and a half, you've seen that of like happenstance, surprises, never saw it coming, right? And so tomorrow's solar eclipse in Taurus, I think is going to ask you to really check in with yourself and say, based on the last week and a half, What do I need to go into prayer, meditation, contemplation, mindfulness, or therapy about, right? What do I need to discuss with myself and with God as I understand it around Taurus-ruled security, reliability, responsiveness, pleasure, joy, right? These are big questions, and I tend to err on the side of putting our values into practice, When I'm thinking about Taurus, and we've spoken about that a lot throughout the time we shared together, I think today what I really want to focus on is how Taurus also rules pleasure and a sense of connection to our somatic self and what it means to really get lost in a song and a dance and movie in aesthetic force, right? Now, it sounds nice as I'm saying it, maybe you're feeling resonant with it. But I want you to also be honest with yourself and say, when the moments of pleasure have sort of invited themselves over or have knocked on your door, did you immediately open or were you afraid? Right? Or did you open it and were you afraid at the same time? Okay? Because I am absolutely convinced that what the therapists around emotionality are researching is true, that we are afraid of joy and we are afraid of pleasure. Especially now in the middle of a pandemic, we're almost so afraid to let go and breathe and exhale because are we going to get sucker punched when we least expect it, right? And I don't want to soften into the pleasure of this moment because in the past I got hurt or I got I got rejected, my heart was broken, etc. And that's all true. That was very real. But is that what's happening now, right? And so I want you to really think about how you can reframe your relationship to pleasure and joy and aesthetic force, again, getting lost in a song, in music, in poetry, in literature, in movies, and just say, you know what? I feel so alive here. I feel so connected to myself and other people when I'm around or connected to aesthetic force, right? And I just want you to make a commitment to regulate your fear of joy. I don't know if we can ever get rid of it. I don't believe in necessarily making fear the enemy. I just believe in regulation, doing the best we can with what we have and what resources are available to us. 
And so I want you to do your best to regulate your fear towards Taurus ruled pleasure, Taurus ruled joy, Taurus ruled connection to the things that really provide bliss and a sense of ultimate satisfaction in our lives. I think a lot of us are afraid of that, again, because we have the experience and the histories to confirm that when we did soften into those moments, we did get sucker punched when we least expected it and it was really hard. And so we go, I don't want to do that again. So I'll just assume worst case scenario immediately before anything even happens and dress rehearse tragedy or forebode joy, like I've heard Dr. Renee Brown discuss. And I would really actually like us to know that there is no safety there. There is absolutely no safety in protecting yourself proactively on an imagined threat. There is none. Everything has risk. Everything is uncertain. And I would rather each and every one of us be brave and afraid at the same time and open the door anyway, right? Because I don't see anything good happening by you just locking the door and not letting anything in. I can't guarantee nothing scary will be let in, but I can guarantee that if you don't let anything in, that's scarier. So let's not do that, all right? Let's open ourselves and open our hearts to Taurus-ruled considerations like pleasure, security, joy, aesthetic force, all of those things. And I hope you see what it does to your life to transform it. So happy solar eclipse and Taurus to everybody. And I will see you on Monday. Thank you for listening. Bye. So I'm Colin, and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.